When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it. It's a road show Thursday. We're here at the Single Barrel, 9th and P, inside the Graduate, downtown Lincoln. A trifecta of road shows here as we get you into Nebraska, Michigan. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, we're powered by your friends at Herd at Sports, 489-1240. 489-1240. We're out here at uh, the Single Barrel till 6 o'clock today. And uh, we are excited. Plenty of news to get into with Nebraska and the surgery that will be happening at South Stadium. There's a loud rejoice for many Nebraska fans. We'll dive into that. And the job Trev and company are taking on for you, the fan. Uh, Stand up and clap. Uh, 18 months till this thing gets going. But it's uh, within the the long-term, big-picture outlook of Nebraska football and uh, athletics. So we'll get there. We'll talk more Nebraska-Michigan. Brandon Vogel is going to be with us from Counter Read in about 15 minutes. In hour two, Gary Barnett will talk option and how the option can work against Michigan and just his thoughts on the college football weekend schedule. And then Bill Bender with the Sporting News. He'll join us in hour two. You can email the show, Chris at HaleVarsity.com and also 800-825-5865. The stream is open and uh, you're welcome to, to watch the show, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. Check that out or the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed at HVarsity Radio. So, Elijah, let me ask you this. Have you done or do you know anybody that is built for demolition work? construction, armed forces. I mean, either pick pick your poison here. Have, have you done any demo work? I've, I've, dem- a, a, I've demoed a house. So, so, you've, you, so you've done the demo work yourself. You've grabbed the, the gloves. You've grabbed the sledgehammer. You mm-hmm. put the goggles on. The crowbar. You got out, you got out your, your, your shirt, your, your sleeveless Guns N' Roses or, dare I say, Pearl Jam T-shirt. And you just went to work with some ripped jeans. Yeah, no. Uh, so this would have been, uh, let's see. I guess I've, I've technically done demo twice. The first time around, I was going into fourth grade, so I wasn't old enough to actually do all that much. The second time, I was. You just you just helped. Yeah, the, the second time was seventh grade, in which case I had a lot more work to do. I Apparently, once you turn 12, you're old enough to, to do that sort of thing now. I'm not sure the difference is between 12 and <laughs> 9, but alas, uh, at age 12, 
You, um, your bench press, that's well, the difference. Well, we, we moved into uh, a, a new house, and we were actually stuck living in the attic for a couple months while we demoed downstairs. So it'd be like, wow. wake, wake up in the attic, have your microwave meal, head off to school, uh, and then come back home and all evening. It's, either, it's working on homework, and it's demoing the house. And then uh, we're gonna get it, uh, gonna get it done that way. So it was a couple months of that, and uh, was it fun? Was the incredibly demo fun. fun? Incredibly fun. Do you know how much fun it is to take a crowbar and just jam it into just a wall and just try, try yeah. to like tear holes out of it? Because there's an old house in Central Lincoln, and all the walls are lath and plaster. Which I'm not sure if you know about. It's like the old Tom and Jerry. It's the little slats of wood, and they plaster over it, and that's like the old version of drywall. So we removed that out of the entire first floor to get in new drywall and new insulation to help with some of the heating and cooling costs. And I cannot remember. Maybe my dad will text me if he's listening. How many tons of lath and plaster we hauled out of that thing? Because it was like tearing it out, and then me and my brother were the ones that would take this trash can full of lath and plaster and carry it out to the dumpster out front and dump it up over the walls of the, the dumpster. We were like the muscle of seventh graders of like, yeah, we, we don't trust you to do any technical work, but you guys can be muscle. So we did a whole bunch of that. Unfortunately, we didn't get any explosives like they're going to have at South Stadium. That would have made the job a lot more fun. Well, right. I mean, because you're going to – you're going to bring this puppy down and South stadium was built up in 64, uh, re upped in 72 and then has existed the way it's been for quite a while. It's, it's the last domino to, to fall with this con- complete revamp of a Memorial stadium in, in 98, you, you had the West Stadium go up. In the early 2000s, you had North Stadium get their facelift. And then a little bit later on, the East Stadium got built up. And it's incredible. It's immaculate. It's a, a symbol of the state. All right, folks come from far and near to go check out football on Saturdays. There's been better football uh, some some years than others. And You've got Michigan coming to the town, and it's something that I want to ask this question. Would you be the guy or be the gal to push the button, to bring it all down? Would you enter a contest? Would you make a sizable donation? Would you pool all of your neighbors together and say, here's X thousands of dollars I want to hit the button. I want to pull the switch. I want this thing to go down. And listen, growing up, we had seats. My dad was great with his timing. And during the Danny Nee era, we had section B seats, kind of caddy corner to the court. It was wonderful. During the 60 and 3 era, really before that, from about 1991 through 1998, my father had season tickets in the West Balcony. So that's that's where we got to sit. And this is before all the the improvements in the facelifting started. So I remember as a kid going to the first night game I ever got to see, which was Washington, National Championship Washington. Steve Eppman, Mark Brunel. It was it was incredible, but you had to wind through a lot of nineteen twenty four. <laughs> to, to, to get up there there was no escalator there was no elevator there was just a fat kid with asthma uh trucking behind mom dad and, and my little brother so 
that was interesting, but it was worth it, even though Nebraska lost. I remember freezing my butt off the, the, the one time I had great, great, great seats in, in South Stadium, and it was the 1990 Colorado game. Uh, Nebraska lost that in the fourth quarter. And then also uh, the last time I got to go to a game with my dad and, and cousin Dino all together, this was back in 2008, we were – uh, if you if you're staring at South Stadium as you fan out, there's those slices. They're almost like pizza slices before you get to west and before you get to east. Kind of that angled spot. Okay, that's where we all got to sit together and and watch Bo lose it on the sideline and Sue get a penalty. <laughs> okay, uh, Tyrod Taylor uh, in in 2008. So I have fond memories of of South Stadium. But I was never dealing with a kid or, or was a, a problem, air quote, child to be, you know, tugging on my dad's shirt or mom's shirt saying, I need a, I need a runza, I need a hot dog. I was kind of there to watch the game. And we were lucky, too, because when folks would bring uh, that, that Coca-Cola up, we were, we were within, I, you know, sight line to get fed and watered enough. But that wasn't what, what I was about. I wanted to watch football and and, and hang out with family. Well, so that, that's that's the big problem I, with South I, I Stadium. I, I don't I don't have bad experiences of South Stadium, but I've not I've been there like three times in my life. I you you can we can line up phone calls and and streamyard inputs about horror stories from South Stadium because that's the response, isn't it, Elijah? That's that's what this reaction is about uh, detonating South Stadium. It's hey, thanks for the memories and thank God. I mean, that's that's it. It's time to go and it's time to build up. And it's something as simple as construction. Yeah. Ooh, but hey, it's it's another investment in Nebraska. The question is this, Elijah, what's Nebraska football look like in three years when this thing's done? What's the supply versus the demand? Yeah, that, that's a, a big question. But you kind of laid out a couple of the, the reasons why. Quick story here. Okay, so the big problem that I saw with South Stadium, I caught my fair share of games in the student section there. And the big problem is not just student section, but anyone in South Stadium. There's no convenient concession stands. If you're 90 rows up, you got to go down 90 row rows. 90, row 98. You got to go all the way down <laughs> to the bottom to get to your concessions or go to the bathroom or what have you. And if you're in the student section, like, good luck getting any of those people carrying around the, 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 the Pepsi or carrying around the runs or carrying the pizza to come to you because the student section was always a mess. And the, the greatest example of that is my buddy Robert. So I, I was watching a game with him. And here comes the runs a man coming by. And Robert was very hungry. Robert did not have any cash. So he's sitting there in the row negotiating with the runs a guy like, hey, I have $5 on this Raising Cane's gift card. I'll give it to you if you give me the runza. <laughs> and the guy's like, I don't trying, believe you. There's no way. Barter. No, and he got, he ended up getting the runza. He ended up trading a, a half-used gift card for a runza, and it worked out. But like, that's the problem that those those poor individuals deal with when going to the student section. So there was never any good concessions for the student section. You have to walk all down all those stairs and down all the ramps to make it to a bathroom or to make it to a concession stand. You only have like two or three gates on that south side to, to make it into the stadium. You're always dealing with long lines. South Stadium, I have fond memories from my time in the student section there, the games I have caught there. But at the end of the day, it's time for modernization. There are some problems with this plan, which are going to come naturally. Trev kind of talked about some of those. It's going to be a real pain for everybody for one to two seasons as they build it. I think there's still some question marks about what this is going to look like 
in the end. I was talking with you, Schmitty, before the show just about how generic these these renderings they've made of South Stadium are. There's no detail to them whatsoever. They're all from a thousand feet in the air. I think there's still some work that needs to be done, but I think that that this is probably, all things considered, the right way to go about fixing some of the problems that naturally lie within South Stadium. And I'm excited for it. Biggest question in my mind, though, is is how greatly does this benefit the student section in the long run? And what is the plan for them in the short term whenever you turn down, tear down South Stadium? Like, what are you going to do with the student what? section for one to two seasons while there is no South Stadium there? Because the student section, it's what makes the atmosphere at Memorial Stadium. They're the ones who really, I know they don't pay the money, but they're the students that go there. They're the ones who deserve the seats the most, in my opinion. Maybe that just comes from somebody who graduated college most recently. But I think the student section, the student body at the University of Nebraska, it's what makes the university tick. They're the ones that deserve seats the most. What are you going to do with them while South Stadium gets torn down and, and replaced? There's some questions, a lot of questions that remain to be seen with this project, but I think it is exciting with what the future can be 10 years from now with Memorial Stadium and Husker football. Well, and, and listen, with this whole rebuild topic, you, you brought in a coach to do it. Brent chimes in, 85 Florida State, McCathorn Clayton. He was nine, not McCathorn, but Brent. And uh, it was in the uh, the student section. I grew up a lot that day. <laughs> That, that that means to me you had some uh, a plastic bottle of McCormick's vodka near you, didn't you, Brent? <laughs> well, I mean, it's not going to make as much noise, and it could fall over and not break. Just he's, just he's saying. nine. That's, no, I'm not saying he snuck it in. I'm saying you sat by people that were probably uh, inviting. Uh, I get it, though. Listen, ne- Nebraska needs to be in a place in three years on the field to garner some energy. Uh, And and I think they're working that way to be a a good football team again. So whether you're a a student or whether you're a fan who's had season tickets for 25 years, whether you're thinking about investing as a young professional to go to Nebraska games, because likely uh, you grew up going or you've been a few times, you've got a, a choice to make on how to spend your disposable income. Things are expensive. And Trev is all about using this thing, this thing being the gray old lady on 10th and Vine, more than just seven times a year during the fall. Eight, if you talk about the spring game, he's talking more about the Garth Brooks moments or the Larry the Cable Guy moments. I mean, and and that's all part of this plan. It, it's not all specific yet, but it is they're going to do this thing right, I have no doubt. And it comes down to what kind of product are you going to have on the field to help create some of that energy. Because, listen, you, you nailed it with the the fans and, of course, the students. The students bring the energy, bring the intensity, bring the the home field advantage. The edge. They, they, they bring the edge. They bring that uncomfortable vibe in a great way that you'll want on third down and nine you want everyone hoarse walking out of there because you helped chip in with your emotion and you made it really really difficult nebraska football since joining the big 10 is 25 and 25 at memorial stadium in big 10 games that has to change twice that's it the number of times Nebraska's gone undefeated at home in Big Ten play. 2012, 
2016. And it, you, you can't live like that. And you're going to even be in a, in a more difficult conference with once Hollywood and the great Northwest move into the Big Ten. So the time is now to upgrade. The time is now to put your money where your mouth is and be the guy or gal that bids to blow up South Stadium and then have the opportunity to, yes, put the students on top of whether Colorado's visiting, whether it's Oklahoma, whether it's USC coming to town. There's been some electric moments, man. There's been some just absolutely jacked crowds that have been let down. And then there's been some jacked crowds that absolutely helped deliver an upset win. I don't know that that happens Saturday. We'll get into it a little more with Brandon Vogel, get his take on stadium expansion. And We're down here at the single barrel. And Shmitty, I'll tell you right now, I don't care to bid on blowing up South Stadium, but I will bid for a front row seat. I will pregame the implosion. So, okay, so so it's a live road show as South Stadium comes yes. crashing down. Yes. We'll get the we'll get the hard hats ready. Brandon Vogel is putting his eye black on right now. <laughs> 